everyone. Welcome to Oi with the Coffee Already. We are your host. I'm Kristen from K-Cups with Kristen on Instagram. And I'm Serena from Sips with Serena on Instagram. And we run a website that's dedicated to coffee and all the great things it does for us. And that website you can find is thecaffeinatedbesties.com. And you are listening to our podcast where we pour ourselves a glass of something great and we discuss either a movie or a TV show in its entirety, which means this is officially your spoiler alert. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Also, if you haven't seen some of these, um, because a lot of them are older, uh, you've been living under a rock, which is fine. But you're in quarantine, so you have plenty of time. (laughs) (laughs) We are. We're officially all living under rocks now. Um, Yeah, so this is your spoiler alert. Um, And like Serena said, a lot of these are things that have been out for a while that if we're not the ones who probably have spoiled it for you, pretty sure the internet has. So so don't blame us. (laughs) Um, Today, this is episode one. I don't know if we're going to do seasons or not. I guess we'll find out later. But for now, this is just episode one. And today, what are we discussing today, Serena? We are going to be talking about the movie Love Actually. Um, Yeah, so it's a great kind of like, you know, transition from Thanksgiving into Christmas. I know they don't do like a lot of Thanksgiving, obviously, but, you know, it goes after and kind of like in between the moments before Christmas. So, yeah. I think I just realized why they don't do Thanksgivings because it's a British film. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it. And I was like, hey. I was like, they're five weeks to Christmas. I was like, that's right around Thanksgiving time. And I was like, oh, wait, they don't they do not do that. They don't do that. So, so. <laughs> it's all good. Us crazy Americans. <laughs> Um, so are you, are you drinking anything today? You got water, coffee, tea, vodka? Um, I actually, right. My voice is a little funny today. So, but I actually have water with me right now. So, um, I I don't have my coffee yet, but it was kind of a hectic morning. So it is what it is. Okay. Got water. I'm having my second cup of coffee today. I picked up coffee yesterday from the grocery store called day to day. Turns out they're local in my area, which I thought was kind of cool. I had no idea. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I got theirs. This is their hazelnut cream. It's delicious. It's so good. Awesome. I finished the first cup and I was like, I'm going to need a second one of these. So, <laughs> all right. Awesome. I guess we should get into our movie. Yes. Awesome. So, Love Actually was released in 2003. It was directed and written by Richard Curtis. And he makes a cameo in the film. He is one of the trombone players during the wedding. Oh, nice. Little, not yeah, a little fun fact. I, I didn't either. I found that. I was like, oh, well, there you go. The more you know. Um, so he was also a writer for Notting Hill and Bridget Jones' Diary. And I love Notting Hill. We're going to have to cover that one at some yes, point. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yep. Love um, so this movie, as pretty much everyone knows, has a giant cast. It's gargantuan. So I am going to run through it. It's an amazing cast. <laughs> it is. It's an amazing cast. It's a huge cast. I am going to run through it. I'm going to run through it pretty quick. Um, okay. So I'm going to do it in alphabetical order by last name because I feel like everyone gets pretty equal screen time. And 
the way the cast is listed on the movie is different. So they do have top billing and things like that. But I, I kind of feel like this one deserves a little bit different cast list, unless you disagree, but nope. Oh, let's see. All right. Right at the top. Um, Thomas Brody Sangster, who plays uh, the young Sam. Uh, Chu Iatel. Chu Iatel? Oh, yeah. We had to look that one up. Yes. Um, <laughs> Edgeo Four, <laughs> he played Peter. And then we have Colin Firth played Jamie. Martin Freeman played John. Hugh Grant was the prime minister. Fun little fact. The prime minister's name is David, right? Yeah, David. But in yeah. the cast listing, he's just listed as prime minister. So that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I know. I thought that so too. Uh, Kira Knightley plays Juliet. Andrew Lincoln plays Mark. Laura Linney plays Sarah. Um, oh, how, we looked her name up, and I totally blanked out how to say her name. Do you remember how to say her name? Heike, 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 yeah, Heike, Heike McIntosh, yeah. I believe. Uh, she played Mia. Chris Marshall played Colin Frissel. Martine McCutcheon. I'm pretty sure that's very Scottish, and I'm butchering that. Right. She played Na- <laughs> Natalie. Uh, Lucia Mons played Aurelia. Liam Neeson played Daniel. Bill Nye played Billy Mack. Joanna Page played Just Judy, and she is listed as Just Judy, by the way. Just Alan Judy. Rickman, <laughs> Just Judy, that's what she introduced herself. Um, Alan Rickman plays Harry. Rodrigo Santoro plays Carl. Emma Thompson plays Karen. And then there's a few smattering of others um, that I listed as the girls and guest appearances, um, which we'll get into later as well. And as we talk about these characters through the movie and um, as we go through the movie, I'll kind of ex- kind of refresh everyone's memory where they've seen these actors in. Um, yep. So yeah, that's quite the cast list. It's a huge, that's a big Definitely. British star cast list. It is. It's got some amazing names. I mean, obviously, these are still names that you see, like, even in current things. Um, and maybe you haven't, like, seen them in anything in a while, but they are obviously still a big part of TV and, like, movies still. So mm-hmm. it's amazing. I love them all. Yeah, no, there's some great ones. And, of course, there's ones that we now no longer have with us, which the biggest one that sticks out is obviously... Right. Um is Alan Rickman, so who passed away a couple years ago. It was very sad. Yep. So I love his voice. Yep. I gotta look up Sassy if he ever did like an audiobook. I would just listen to it all the time. I know. <laughs> it's got that very Shakespearean voice to him. So very uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh so I don't know about you, but I love movie facts. And so I wanted to I, I have a ton here, and obviously we don't have to go through all of them, or we can go through them as we go through the movie, too. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll start at the opening. That opening sequence is real people, and they were at Heathrow Airport. So in the filmmakers, they just kind of set up cameras by the arrival gates, and then as mm-hmm. they saw something they liked, they had someone would run up to the people and ask them to sign a waiver if they'd like to be in the movie. So there you go. Which, yeah. That'd be kind of weird. Like you're at Heathrow Airport and you're like, you'll never guess what happened. <laughs> like, Minding your own business, like saying right? hi to your family and friends. And then all of a sudden somebody comes up and like, we're shooting a movie and we want you in it. Sign these papers. Right? <laughs> you looked beautiful when you smiled. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I suppose it's a compliment. I mean, I would think it'd be a compliment. And then you go back and see the movie. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm really in there. So. 
right, um, right. And I love that it's like genuine. They're not actors. It's like a genuine excitement true. of like, hey, I'm seeing my family member or my friend or my husband, my wife, whatever, you know, like for the first right. time in a long time. And I love that. That was that's one of the things that I absolutely love about airports is all the joy and like happiness. 99% of the time, you know, like I'm right. sure there's times where it's not all like happy and love and whatever. But right. and that's one thing that I love about the like the opening sequence is when um Hugh Grant is explaining like he says like his little monologue in the beginning mm-hmm. and I'm like that's exactly what I think. Like I love that. That is yeah, so true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I I totally agree. I'm with you. Um, and I think it's kind of funny. It's very interesting how the movie opens up like this. And it's got this great monologue by Hugh Grant, like you said, yes. that, you know, you listen to it and you're like, yeah, you know, it's it's people just showing love, however it is they show it. Mm-hmm. And then it opens up <laughs> to Billy Mack, <laughs> <laughs> played by Bill Nye, <laughs> oh, singing yes. this song as a washed up actor. So here's the funny thing. So this song is a real song. Obviously, Billy Mack is not a real person because Bill Nye plays him. But the song um, Love is All Around is a real song. It was originally released in 1967 by a band called The Trogs. Now, the song was covered by a different band and re-released in the 90s for Four Weddings and a Funeral. And it was the top charts in Britain for like 15 weeks. Now, here's what's funny. Wow. The band that covered it, are you ready for this name? I never heard of them before. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the band is called wet 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 <laughs> what? oh my god <laughs> yeah no I never heard of them <laughs> hey listen to this new band i found it's called wet 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 <laughs> like why <laughs> so, um, really interesting <laughs> um, and there's no commas in case anyone was wondering it's literally just the word wet three times in a row and uh yeah so the more you know and it was covered one more by another band and I can't remember who it was but uh yes the I would like to the know frogs. their <laughs> I would like to know their thought process on that whole name like, right very where did you come up with yeah. that <laughs> like well right, we were in the right. backyard playing with like you know super soakers <laughs> I thought wow and I'm we all wet, got wet, wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yes I don't know but anyways it is. It's, and I really feel like the opening sequence of Billy Mac. I, I don't know that it sets the tone for the movie, but it definitely sets the tone for Billy Mac. Like you just, oh, this guy, definitely. Like, and his manager, his yeah. poor manager. But it kind of like, this man I needs know. a drink the entire time. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. But I, I, I do like what you said. I think he does, in a weird way, kind of set the tone for the movie, especially with his song, Love is All Around. And, well, Christmas is all around, you know, really. Well, that too. <laughs> if you oh, really love Christmas, <laughs> come on and let it snow. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he is so, one I mean, of my favorite characters in the movie. Um, I just think he brings, uh, obviously, I mean, not that there's lack of comedic, you know, moments in this movie, but right. I feel like he just brings a little extra, like, raunchiness, which is kind of yeah. funny because I mean, it is know, funny, he's and he's also washed the... up rock star, <laughs> and he just calls it like it is. Like he knows exactly who he is. Yeah. He knows his place in life. He knows what's happened, and um. 
and he just he knows he the song is crap <laughs> right he doesn't care anymore like he's already ruined his life almost like he's already washed up whatever money and stuff he had right. maybe he's doesn't even have that much and you know yeah but definitely. um yeah just one, so one last shot <laughs> right exactly and i'm sure like this whole thing was his manager's idea to get his name back out there like this will be great you've never done a christmas song sure. you know and now well, you that and he's competing one. with like boy bands right. and everybody else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man anyway yeah great character yeah. he's great it is in the movie and like i i what is it like the first 10 minutes or so of the movie maybe a little bit more it's just these quick scenes of all these different people yeah it's very interesting like you spend you don't spend a lot of time but you kind of get that first glimpse of what we're kind of in store for and the next one after that i I believe um oh i guess it's the prime minister was it oh was it called that's right oh yeah that's right you're right it was i know i was trying to remember it because um all in order but um it was the uh colin firth it was where he plays Jamie. Yeah, Colin Firth and his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. The girl who, so Mia, the one who's mm-hmm. wants to sleep with her boss, Alan Rickman. Right. Mia was supposed to be that girlfriend. So oh. it was actually originally oh. going to be her, the one who cheats on Colin so Firth's I've, character. Right. So either way, she plays kind of like a shitty character. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then they changed it out. And I think they just changed it out to be not so connected i think and anyways right because i guess they didn't want to make her that awful like she's already kind of awful right. they don't want to make her that yeah awful. <laughs> just so, a little <laughs> just a little bit and so uh so they put in a different girl to play the ex-girlfriend who cheats on, on jamie yeah uh, honestly i can't really see mia playing that character anyways um i think she plays her character well she does she does play the character well and i think if she was that person you would immediately go oh she's lying to him as opposed to you see the girlfriend you're like oh poor thing's sick you know right 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 yep i agree um and then oh so when so hugh grant you know he plays the prime minister and he comes out so and the prime minister lives on downing street i think was it number Mm -hmm. Four Downing Street or number one Downing Street? Uh-huh. I can't remember. Anyways, that scene, that is a cardboard mm-hmm. Downing Street. That is not really Downing Street. They do not really use it. But it's all cardboard. He goes, Yeah, it's the director said, Yeah, if you push on it, it'll fall. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so um, I know. It's like, oh, they did a really good job at the set. Because <laughs> I've got right. the 4K TV where you can usually it's getting to the point now you can tell what's a set and what's not, you know, like a practical right, set. Right, right. No, I was like, yeah. wow, they did a really good job. So anyways, but That's yeah. Funny. Um, um, there is one scene where um, Emma Thompson's daughter comes running in yes. and she's like so excited because she's going to play like the lobster, the, lobster. the first in the, in and the nativity she- play <laughs> right <laughs> and i just i feel like that would be mark where he would be so excited to play a lobster in the nativity play anyways i just i resonated with that you know what it reminded me of so you and i 
you know, we did theater for three and a half years at a high school that had a lot of kids. In fact, we were over full. So our theater right. group had a lot of people. Well, there's not a ton of plays that have a ton of a, like a huge giant cast. So things like right. this would happen where you're like, well, we need to find a part for everybody. And that's all it reminded right. me of is this girl plays this lobster. And what I could just imagine these poor adults who have to put this nativity play together with all these schools. And they're like, well, we need to find places for everybody. <laughs> what right. do we do? Right. Yeah, like Let's so. just bring all the animals in. <laughs> So, we'll have two lobsters lobster one and lobster two <laughs> like, there's the octopus later and like <laughs> right oh my god that's so funny yes yeah that's what it always reminds um, me of and it's such a great scene because it's such a like a mom daughter scene and emma thompson does so oh. well with it like she's like oh, you know all god, excited <laughs> she's like wait you get to play the lobster, lobster. <laughs> And the, you mean there was more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus, Jesus. which I think is hilarious. It's so funny. Um, duh. Right, yeah. Like, uh, you didn't know this, Mom? Right, how could you not? Um, right. So, and then moving, so then we have the wedding, which we saw Colin Firth leaving his girlfriend at home, and you see him sitting in the pews for this wedding. So obviously this is right. what he's going to right. following Peter and Juliet and um and then the best man Andrew Lincoln, who most people now yes. may or may not recognize from Walking Dead. Uh, and right. for those who don't know, Andrew Lincoln is British. He is not American. Um, he just <laughs> plays one very well. And so <laughs> yeah. Um but so the that wedding scene, I know they kind of split it up in the movie. You kind of see her walk down the aisle and, you know, all this stuff. They split it up. But um, one of the things I really wanted to mention, and it was from listening to the director talk about this uh, scene. After yeah. they have their moment, you know, they're married, and then all of a sudden they start singing uh, Love is All You Need and that surprise playing with the instruments and everything. Um, that's where the mm -hmm. director makes his cameo as one of those trombone players. So this scene, yeah. the director said, was inspired by Jim Henson's funeral. Um, so he oh. had two different services. He had one in the U.S. and then one in London. And this is the one that happened in London at St. Paul's Cathedral. And so what happened was after the eulogy, Frank Oz had Kermit with him and stood up and started mm -hmm. singing one voice and then as he sang the other puppeteers and there was about 50 of them all stood up with their puppets and sang and then it kind of ended with big bird coming down the aisle of saint paul's cathedral uh, and they all basically oh sang. God. i know i was like that is i don't even know how to feel about that like that so. kind of like almost puts me into tears which yeah. isn't a huge surprise i've just been super emotional right now i don't know why but anyways <laughs> that literally like I, I have like tears kind of like coming up because that is really, really cool. I, I thought, and, I know I had goosebumps when I really heard that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and just seeing so, you know, the director was there. He actually attended the funeral service for uh, Jim mm -hmm. Henson. So, uh, but he said, yeah, wow. so that whole scene was kind of inspired by that. And he said it was really emotional and it was really, you know, touching and everything. And I was like, I just like envisioned in my brain, I was like, oh, I'd be a hot mess if I was in there and saw that. Like, um, definitely yeah so I just thought that was very special and I thought and I never heard that before and I thought that was very interesting so 
Yeah, that's really cool. I did not yeah. know that. There you go. And so another kind of kind of turn it to be a little fun, I suppose. <laughs> so a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, the kid um, who plays Sam Thomas, uh, he is mm-hmm. related to Hugh Grant. So they oh. are cousins of sorts. So Thomas's great grandmother and Hugh Grant's grandmother are sisters. That's so there's so like weird. cousins and there's removals and stuff. But yes, so there you go. They are, in a sense, awesome. cousins. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and nice. That's really cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And it was funny. I guess they were because I listened when I listened to the commentary. It was um, Richard Curtis, the director and writer, Hugh Grant, Bill Nye, and then the kid Thomas and. Uh, so it was all four of them who did the commentary and everything. And they had asked Thomas, like, mm-hmm. oh, did you know, like, before all this, that Hugh Grant was your cousin? He goes, oh, yeah, like, we know. Like, it's, like, basically he, like, he knew and was aware and aware of, like, Hugh Grant was before, like, he had started acting and stuff. So. But, That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. I don't have anybody cool and famous in my family. I don't know about you. Uh No. Yeah. <laughs> not that I know of anyways. <laughs> yeah, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. Someone decides to do I something mean, weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> or if somebody wants to let me know if we have somebody cool and famous in our family, right? that would be amazing. That'd be nice. Otherwise, why you've been hiding? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Come out of hiding. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Um, so I figure yeah. we kind of... I know we're still just trying to find our feet on this. This is episode one here. Um, right. Who, like, which couple out of all of them is your favorite couple? Oh, man. Um, oh, my gosh. I really, you know, it's kind of funny because you asked that and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I love this couple and I love that couple. But I think in all honesty, like the couple that I love the most and it was it's like kind of like a toss up or a tie, but is um, uh, Jamie and Aurelia. Like, I love them. I think they are the cutest couple. They are the funniest. I, I think they're like one of the funniest, funnier couples mm-hmm. um, just because there's like that massive. I mean, there's a huge like obviously ling- language barrier between right. the two. But I think it's amazing how in the end they both end up like either saying the same thing obviously in like different Mm -hmm. languages and without realizing like how on like the same page that they were with one another and then and then my one of my favorite scenes is when he goes to the dad's house to like ask her hand in marriage and the sister is (laughs) oh my god I just I love that whole exchange (laughs) and it's just it's hilarious I just think it's so funny and then the whole town is like walking with them like to her job and they're like I don't know I think this man is here to kill her or something like that <laughs> and I Father's just gonna yeah sell, I just think sell it's her so to great. him <laughs> like oh my god right <laughs> uh, I just think that is so great I love that and then I I obviously I don't know I do love um what's it called I do love David and Natalie I think those two are my favorite I thought about too because I those two are 
those two obviously are my top two as well. Um, but I feel like yeah. for me, I really like the David and Natalie one. I think part mm-hmm. of it is I'm a huge sucker for age gap love stories. And yeah. so in this whole thing, we're like, she's so sweet. And she's like, well, you know, my boyfriend said I had fat thighs and he's like, well, I'll kill him for you. <laughs> like, it's like, Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I kind of, and I kind of love how he was really defensive of her and like kind of protective of her, like even in regards to like his other, like the other lady that was there when she was like basically, you know, just you yeah, know, had called her fat and, or the chubby one or whatever. Right. And he's like, you know, Why and- call her chubby. <laughs> like, that's not like yeah. nice words. <laughs> Right. Like, why would you say that? Right. <laughs> but, and, and but I, no, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know why, yeah. but I think for me, why they kind of, why I like their love story so much. It's at the very end when he's coming back from the airport and she basically barrels yes. through everybody and then just leaps on, like she found her tree. Yep. And like she's the squirrel, she yep. found a tree. Yeah, <laughs> and like she doesn't care about the cameras, she doesn't care about anybody else, she doesn't care about the security. She just right. beelines for it, and it's just but, one of those. And yeah. the look on her face of pure joy when she sees him, like it's adorable. Yes, but yes, I agree. I think those are the top two for sure. And I did also realize I know we're totally out of sorts here, but that's okay. We did not give it's a synopsis. Fine. We're all. We didn't get a synopsis no. of this. <laughs> well, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, it's been around for right? a while. So, real quick, IMDb does a great one. Just kidding. Real quick, this movie follows a bunch of different people, all differently connected, into like Christmas time for love stories. Some make it, some don't. And Billy Mac is the only kind of outward outlier as he doesn't really connect with anybody but other than that everyone kind of connects right yeah so in one way or another there's there's yeah he really doesn't yeah he doesn't yeah but he gives good life advice also right he does and it's kind of like a what not to do i'm just kidding (laughs) also i didn't realize that this movie was like almost two and a half hours long which is kind of insane well and then i watched it with the commentary so So. i'm trying to like take notes so i'm pausing and going and then like i look at the clock and i go when did it become 130 like what happened what happened to my life right That was me when I was like going through and I was, and then I looked at the, I looked at the, like the timeline for the movie and I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't realize this movie was over two hours. There's a lot to pack in. There's a lot of couples, a lot of stories. Also, can I just say that I really feel like Natalie would be me. Like I would be her if I was in like her position, like in her scene at the prime minister. Yeah. Yes. Like me too. Like, oh shit. Relate to that. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Oh my god. I love it. Love it, love it. So the the lady who plays the housekeeper, Pat, that is the director's mother-in-law. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's his mother-in-law. A bunch of his friends are in this movie. (laughs) That is like, oh yeah, that's one of my friends. That's one of my friends. Like, I didn't run them all down, but that one I thought was pretty good. Also, funny another like. Oh my god! What? Okay, go ahead, go. Okay, I was gonna say another. Oh wait, I was gonna. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, when the director picked Colin to go to Wisconsin 
the director had no idea that Wisconsin was the cheese state. (laughs) And like, he like (laughs) legit thought like, oh, this will be great. Like he's going to find all these great girls. I mean, which obviously Wisconsin's full of wonderful, beautiful women. And, but like, he didn't realize that it was the cheese state (laughs) and that Americans would find it so (laughs) funny that he would go to the cheese state and not like somewhere like Miami or like California or Or New York, York, like, or even Chicago. (laughs) He goes, or Las Vegas, right? He goes to Wisconsin. (laughs) And I think that just makes it so much better, especially as an American. You're like, that is, beautiful you know, like all that I is thought, the all I thought top. was oh my god all I thought was he found the cheapest place to go to in the winter time who the hell wants to go to Wisconsin Probably. and god knows where he went to in Wisconsin what did he say I didn't even miss the airport what did they call which airport he went into but um I don't know if they did I don't know did they but, yeah I missed it I, I suppose Milwaukee I would assume Milwaukee right Milwaukee's in Wisconsin okay Yes. I should know. It's above me. <laughs> so. Right? Look, like, I was not that far on a from California it. education. Doing my best. <laughs> We're not taking time my shoes. Um, <laughs> but I think he went to Milwaukee, and I would think, like, who the hell wants to it's be freezing? It's going to be covered in snow. Like, that's not a winter place you go yep. to. You go to a warm, like, generally, people go to warm places. But. Anyways, but yeah, the director had no right. idea. No, especially idea. if you're looking for like hot chicks, right? You're, hot you're American easy girls, not <laughs> right. You're generally not looking at a winter place, <laughs> right? And um, so, anyways, the girls when they saw the script, as they were, you know, and the whole bar scene and everything, mm-hmm. they basically threw that script out. They said, "This isn't funny enough. This isn't how it would go." Like, this is not how things would happen. That's and funny. so a lot of it is ad-libbed um, from the girls and stuff. So anyways, I found that very entertaining. Honestly, I think that's kind of hilarious because I do love how they go through and they're, like, having him say all these things. That's exactly British what accent. we would do. And I'm like, that is – exactly. I'm like, that is – that they're not wrong. They're not like, that wrong. is exactly what we would do. <laughs> like – what, that is what 100%. tiny town in Wisconsin would get some British dude? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I love that. I think it's hilarious, and I love how his like whole dream of like getting laid like came true. Essentially. Oh yeah, like, no, it, it that totally was worked his out. Goal. And just and so you know, just so you know, that whole scene where he gets undressed and you see him and everything with the girls. So they had him, the girls undress, right. and they did like 21 takes. He returned his daily fee to the director. He said, I just got undressed by girls 21 times. I didn't need to get paid for today. <laughs> like, handed his paycheck back. <laughs> he did that day for free. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my goodness. Also, one of my favorite parts that I love, and it's probably such a small part, but I love it, is when Alan Rickman confronts Laura Laura Linney about Carl yes. and like how, and and you know he like pulls her aside and thinking you know she's she's thinking like it's about work or whatever, right. and you know and he asks her like how long she's been in love with him, and and you know everybody knows and Carl knows, and <laughs> I just think it's 
so great. It's awesome. <laughs> and like, he's like, just do something about it. He's like, it's been two years. Like, right. shit or get off yes. the pot. <laughs> do something. Seriously. <laughs> but damn, Carl is hot. He, he is. is a hottie so, man. Like, he's I, he is. And nice you know, what's interesting man. is there was actually, um, in the original, like, showing of the movie, to a, um, what do they call it? Like a group of people, you know, they show, what is it? Not a support group. I keep thinking support, it's not a support group. Um, like an opinion <laughs> group, you know, they show you like an opinion group. Uh-huh. There was originally no conclusion right. after they almost slept together, but didn't. There was no conclusion. And so right. a lot of people want to know what happened. And they said it needs it, it needs that scene. So um, they had it end the way they did where you realize that, it's like not going to work out and apparently that is one of the biggest storylines that make people so mad that it didn't work out between the two of them and I yeah I agree I'm kind of with you I'm with them on that I think I think it would have made Carl a lot better person if he kind of just accepted her brother accepted that Mm -hmm. what she had going on was important to her her brother's health is important uh, you know, it's it's her right. family. It sounds like it's her but only family. At the same time, but at the same time, I wish I would have. I think part what would have been kind of cool is to kind of see a little bit of character growth in herself, where like maybe she could set up like some type of healthy boundary. You True. know, I'm sure it's hard when you have a, a you know a sibling that you're trying to take care of that is not mentally okay. But at the same time, like, I... And maybe she did. You know, and it's interesting because we don't see before. And maybe there was a time where she couldn't answer the phone and she nearly lost her brother. Right. And so maybe that fear of, like, well, if I don't answer, he's going to die. You know what I mean? True. So I can definitely see your point for sure at some point. I see both sides. I do. I see both sides. At some point, you've got to live your life, you know, but at the same time, you know. But, you know, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting because even at the end when like the last scene at the office where he's telling her bye Uh and she says bye, you know, she like essentially kind of has like a little mini breakdown. But then she calls her brother instead of him calling her. She calls him. So I think in a way, you know, I mean, obviously, and I'm sure we're reading way too much into this. Yeah, Maybe we're not. This is what we do. (laughs) But (laughs) but I really feel like. Yeah, like they both needed one another, you mm-hmm. know, whether if it was him calling her or her calling him, it's just they leaned on one another and that's all they had. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, it's a bummer because I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously she liked this dude for so long. And yeah, you were rooting for them to like get together, you know, and 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 yeah. Yeah. And have, you know, some amazing sex, but that didn't happen. Nope. Hope she's got a I'm bob. Sorry. Oh my god, you're like the second person to tell me that this week, and I had no idea what they were talking about. But I was like, why do you want a bob? What's a bob? I can't believe I got it before. (laughs) Right? Me too. And yeah, that was pretty much what was told to me yeah. <laughs> anyways also i find it hilarious that out of all the american actors that we have that they chose billy bob thornton to play the american president i find that amazing i find it also just, amazing I, that they had hugh grant play hilarious. their prime minister i feel like he was like 
who can we put in as these head of states that people would kind of wince right. and laugh at the same time? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. And I, Billy Bob Thornton's great. He's got that. He did a great job as a president. You, oh, yeah. you know, he had a good time. He did do really good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I, obviously he, I mean, you took him serious up to a point, but he wasn't meant to be a super serious like character, right. obviously, because I mean, you look at, you look at previous American actors who have played the president and a lot of them are obviously very serious, like actors like Martin Sheen, I think is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I can't remember what show it's from, but um, he played I, I'm if I'm wrong oh my god I'm sorry but I'm like 99% sure that he was the um oh my god now I have to look this up because that's gonna bug me if I'm wrong and I'm gonna sound so stupid (laughs) but anyways you know what I'm saying you understand like what I mean right but um anyways yeah no I I totally get it so anyways I just think it's funny yeah um I'm trying to think if there's other couples that we've... Oh, the... Oh, obviously. The naked couple. Probably correct me up. The porno couple. So it's not a porno. Like, um... I know. It's not a porno. That's, like, the biggest misconception. It's not a porno. What they are is they're stand-ins. And so the director said... Because it wasn't explained very well. He goes, but they're supposed to be stand-ins for, like, some, like, really artsy film that just happens to have a lot of sex in it. And so there are these stand-ins for the real actors so they can get the lighting balance and everything correct. And so... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Really quick. Wait, wait, wait. Really quick. I did find it. And Martin Sheen did play the president in The West Wing. Oh, The West Wing. Okay. Got it. So anyways. All right. You feel Anyways, I wasn't wrong, but... I do feel better. I do want to sound totally <laughs> Meanwhile, while you're looking it up, all the I'll listeners are enough. screaming West Wing at their speakers. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sorry, At least you guys. got it right. Could have been worse. <laughs> exactly. I didn't say the name, right. so. <laughs> um, anyway. But yeah, so, and I think they're, they're ridiculously adorable because they're totally naked, which, you know, generally is a they very are. vulnerable state. I mean- especially with people you don't know right. and you're naked around a whole bunch of other people. Right. Like, there's always people around them and they're trying to like, just talk yep. about like the weather and the traffic and like the prime minister. <laughs> like they're just, and he goes, I'm really nervous. And to even ask when you he like, <laughs> so, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I'm like, you've seen each other naked, right. but, you know, but I mean, obviously it wasn't like it was for work, which is really funny when you say it that yeah. way, when you're like, yeah, we've seen each other naked for work um but we haven't been on a real date <laughs> like when their friend goes how'd you two meet um uh <laughs> yeah i don't want to answer that yeah right <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness yeah no and then but of course any- um i think one of my other favorite lines in this movie and we're, i know we're jumping around but that's kind of how you talk about movies anyhow um pretty much is when uh Liam Neeson he's talking to his stepson Sam and he's uh-huh. he's trying to figure out what's going on with them and the kid's like well I'm in yes. love and he goes oh thank god I thought it was something worse yes. and the kid's like worse than the total agony of being in love <laughs> like he goes <laughs> and wow. Liam Neeson's like well no I I guess not the total agony like <laughs> I love the relationship <laughs> and how it 
and how it like evolves and how it grows and grows as he helps you know as as he helps his stepson a who lost his mother and it sounds like she was sick you know and they say she was sick for a while so it's you know she's actually gone now not that it makes it any better but but it's not one of those sudden sudden deaths where you're just sitting around staring at a wall going i don't even know how to function now it's something you can kind of prepare a little bit for i mean some not everything i would imagine um right right and but like i mean it's not even his biological son and he always calls him daniel right up to the end where he tells him calls him dad and i think that's it gets missed and looked over but it's one of those it's so important it's such a huge thing and i think you know this man is now his it's his only parent and the relationship they have is is pretty incredible Mm mm-hmm I totally agree. Also, um, so kind of going not to like overlook all that. <laughs> but anyways, one of my notes that I had written down, because um, I, I actually, I talked about that part and I, I literally quoted that same thing that I you love just that like, said right now. with like <laughs> Total agony of being in love. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> right? Which I think it's hilarious. And then I believe it jumped over um, to what's it called um Hugh Grant where he was dancing where he yes. did his little like dance in the house and oh I love that so so, so Hugh much Grant he hates that so whole funny. scene he's like who the hell would want he's like no prime minister is gonna want to like dance like this is stupid but they did have that same song playing because usually what it is is they won't have any music playing and then they'll dub it later in post right. so they had the music playing right. so he right. was dancing to the song so the scene where you see him mouthing the words at the end he wasn't supposed yeah. to be doing yeah. that so they had to actually cue up the music just right and cut it just right so it actually flowed correctly it didn't look ridiculous oh my gosh that's <laughs> so funny so they, i love that scene though it's so good yeah i love it's one of my favorites it's too fun. and he just he starts, you know, kind of like how we all do. You kind of start head bobbing. And then the next thing you know, you're just yeah. having a grand time. You're just in right. it. You're, <laughs> yeah. You're having a dance party for right. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Also, Colin Firth is probably one of my biggest celebrity crushes. Is he really? Um, I just, I love, yes, I love him so much. Oh my that is God. so funny. I think he's just an amazing actor. And yeah, I love anything he's in. I will watch. It is so funny. I like I him. I, like he's- all of these actors I, I enjoy. I like all of them. But honestly, the only one that I really, yeah. really like is probably Alan Rickman, just because I like his voice. It's so distinct. It's so different. But it's not like an attraction thing. It's yeah. more of just... I want him to read me a bedtime story every time I go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to the soothing sound of his voice. Read to me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I think I like Hugh Grant for humor. I don't know. I like him. I like Hugh Grant for humor though. Oh, for sure. Like it's just, but see, okay. So to kind of branch off into like something else there's i love like hugh grant and colin firth like they play off one another really well because they're also in the bridget jones right. like movies together uh and i just think they both are hilarious you got hugh grant for his very much like comedic where it's like in your face kind of like you know it's meant right. to be like funny and then i think i like colin firth just because he kind of has those like subtle digs that at, at you mm-hmm. where you're like wait like that's 
kind of funny, but I don't know if that's how you mean it, <laughs> but I'm taking it. So anyways, I don't know. I just, I love it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, um, another couple we got to discuss is the one between yes. Mark and Juliet. Or Mark and, yeah. <gasps> yeah. And how yeah. this poor guy has never spoke oh. up. This is like a great lesson in life. If there's some, even like, okay, she's dating his best friend. But it sounds like even from the beginning, mm-hmm. he never talked to her. He never said anything. Like, how is she supposed to know anything? And right. even if she did, maybe she wouldn't do anything right. with that information. You know? Maybe it wouldn't be... Right. It wouldn't have changed anything. Who's to say? But, you know... Right. Um, but And I kind of felt bad for her because she really felt like he didn't like her. Like, yeah. Like, and like I, he, I felt... Yeah. You know? I think he was just so afraid to show any emotion like, that if it was, funny. it would have been too much or inappropriate to misconstrued yeah right. and you know yeah and this whole you know and i think now what is 17 years later i can't believe this movie is 17 years old sanity right. um 17 years yeah, later i've seen a lot of mixed opinions about the poster board scene i don't know if you've seen these mm-hmm. i've seen where some people think it's still super sweet and really cute and like a great moment and then others are like it's kind of creepy. And so I don't know what your thoughts are, how you still feel about it. I mean, I don't know. What were your initial thoughts? Do you still feel the same? Um, I mean, in the beginning, I don't know. I think my thoughts have kind of stayed the same. Um, I think I do find it kind of sweet and a little endearing, but then at the same time, it's kind of like, well, like, that's not fair that you just threw all this information on her after just finding out, you know, like after she watched the video of him like filming her mm-hmm. at their wedding, you know, and it's all of her and it just kind of like hits her like, oh, like, okay, so you don't hate me. Right. In fact, you really like me, yeah. you know, and I don't know. I just think it's kind of uh, now as I'm older, I think it's kind of just not because that's like well what is she supposed to do with that information like you know what I mean like what is it like I don't know and especially now that they're married like you know they got married right I I wonder how much now yeah I mean it's it's his best friend's wife now it's not his best friend's girlfriend or even best friend's fiance it's his best friend's wife and you know and it I mean, I have to yeah. hand it to him on the bright side. He was never inappropriate with her, maybe cold, but he wasn't inappropriate no. with her. So, I mean, there's, right. there's no. that. And then, you know, it just, and I feel mostly sad. I, don't know. I feel like I'm, I just feel sad for him. Yeah. I feel sad that he's, I, who knows how long she dated him. Right. Well, cause even at the end, like when he's done with the cards, like he tells himself like enough, right. like that's We're enough done. now. This is it. You know, and he, like, he knows like, that was it right but then I don't know how I feel when she comes out to like give him a kiss or I'm like "Mm," I feel like that's kind of a little too far so I don't know that's just me personally the director kind of talked about the kiss and how it's kind of one of those things like it's just almost like a comfort thing like I can't really help you with this kind of like Right. It's just a comfort thing is what I you know, and maybe a hug would have been better. I don't know. I, I don't know. And I 
Yeah. And mostly, I think a hug, honestly, I think a hug would have been a lot better. I think, a, I don't know, for me anyways, because then that would be more of like a comfort thing. I think a kiss is just kind of like, maybe like, well, this is kind of your like hope. what you could have had if you would have said something. Here's your hope. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of me likes it. I think it is cute, you know, with the cards. I mean, the cards are obviously really, you know, funny and and cute and kind of endearing but at the same time I'm like mm, I think you waited just a little too long you waited to, like, a lot too long well especially thing. like we don't know how long <laughs> yeah. the relationship between her and her now husband was like are we talking years mm-hmm. are we talking months did they was it a whirlwind right. was it not like what are we kind of timeline are we talking right. here and then if we're saying let's let's give it two years or did they both Right. Or it's like kind of like, did they both see her? Did they both like her? And did, you know, right. his best friend be like the one that like was a little bit more upfront about how much he liked her? Yeah. You know? And is that why they're together? Or, and you who know, knows? And I don't maybe know. The, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. And let's, I mean, let's pretend like they've been together for two years, you know? So this guy has been pining for this woman for two years, which means he has spent two years staring at a girl he can't have. Right. And I mostly just feel sad. Like right. that is that's that's sad. Yeah. I mean, who what kind of opportunities has he missed, you know, in this time? And mm-hmm. and um and I think maybe her getting married to the friend probably helped him in a way. Like, yeah, it's sad, but he knows it's over regardless. Like he's not gonna he never right. went to try and take his best friend's girlfriend. He's certainly not gonna try and take his best friend's no. wife. Like there's no way. No. Right. So, yeah, mostly I just feel heartbroken for him. I feel like, oh, he's completely missed yeah. every opportunity he has. And and you're right. right. It, maybe it's not fair to dump the information on her. But, I mean, once I think I think he had to explain to her, like when she saw the video, right. I think he had to explain to her. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously, yeah, you can't because I mean, he pretty much just like ran out of there right. after like she watched the. Which, by the way, did you notice? <laughs> did you notice it was a VHS tape? Yes. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> the series old. <laughs> and like when people were taking pictures right? of the play, they all had cameras. Nobody had a cell phone. Someone even had a throwaway camera, like a disposable. I know. <laughs> Oh my god! And this was what this this movie was what from two thousand three, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was like early two thousand. I was still and, taking film yeah. photos in two thousand three. Oh yeah, I know. Well, shoot, that's the year we graduated. I know. Disgusting, old as shit. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna you know. Anyways, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> After this, we'll start digging our graves. <laughs> Okay, can I just say, okay, so one of the parts that absolutely breaks my heart, and I'm sure a lot of people will either agree or, I don't know, maybe not agree, but anyways, one of the parts that really breaks my heart and is so, so sad is when Alan Rickman buys the gold necklace for What's-Her-Face yes. and and Emma Thompson finds yes. it in his jacket and is so excited because she feels like he put some effort into getting her something other than a scarf. Right. Oh, but you know, scarves. and it is so <laughs> right. 
and it just oh my gosh and then when she opens her gift and it's you know i mean it's still a meaningful gift because she did say you know earlier about Joni mitchell right um, and he listened you know, to her one of her favorites right but it's like oh like you don't know that she knows what you did yeah you and know I'd say like, that is some you serious top-notch acting i think it's one of the best moments in that movie there's not a single oh, word she sees the gift and then she says she's gotta right. go get ready and you just see her have right. her moment of silently falling apart and she does it yeah. so well and she just kind of falls apart and kind of goes i i gotta get my shit together because i gotta get these kids out the door and we gotta go do something fun and you can and even even after like when she shuffles them out the door like she still kind of has a moment of like breaking down a little yeah. bit and then getting it together to go and i'm like oh my god if that isn't a, like that was just perfectly done it, yeah and no it, i i literally felt, i literally felt her heartbreak oh yeah like, absolutely I and then when she kind of i felt like yeah. yeah, and then she she couldn't hold anyway. it back anymore. She had to say something, even though they were still at the school. And she was just like, "Well, you've right. made everything we've put together foolish. Like, I feel foolish, right. and like you've made our life foolish." And I, yeah. I like how she confronted him, and I like how she didn't get crazy or irate or anything like that. You know, it was very like, um, I mean. God, I don't know if I could act that same way as her and have that much. Well, like, you know, the poor thing probably I'm didn't see a single bit of that show. Probably the only thing she saw was when her brother was making right. out with the girl at the end. Like, it's <laughs> like, right. like the whole time, also, you know, her so brain was just at like a thousand percent running through everything, trying to maybe even figure right. out where she went wrong, where he went wrong. You know, like, anyways right also i love the part when she sees her brother yes. in the backstage who is the prime minister and she just gives him the biggest hug and he's like what what's wrong like, he knows okay? something's like, wrong okay yeah. and it's like he picks up that she is not okay yeah. and i was like oh my god like that just like kind of yeah, yeah. water i have to say like, yeah really emma thompson is too. probably the Best actress is probably best actor probably in this One whole in the yes. whole movie. I think she just does this yes. phenomenal job, and uh, and just so you know, she was in a fat suit for this. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Or I read that. Yeah, because she's a very slender woman, so they added a little yes. extra weight onto her, so she kind of had that like that look to her, which I was Padded. like, yeah, right. Um, and by the way, so when she holds up the Barbie dolls, those are Ken dolls dressed in drag. Oh. <laughs> like, at first she was, and she's oh, like, I can't hold man. these up. I can't do this. <laughs> so I think it was only the one take. She was just able to do it real quick. Just like, do I do this with my one that looks like a transvestite or a dominatrix? <laughs> she just does a phenomenal job the whole time and um she really does yeah, so she brings a lot of that emotion yeah definitely and like but you know it's really sad because okay so like you see her in the beginning of everything you know she's this super 
like really involved mother, you know, super bubbly, you know, just, you know, lives for her children and her family, you know, and then you start to see like at the Christmas party when she started noticing that, you know, he was, you know, kind of getting a little close to Mia and, you know, and even after the Christmas party, you know, she told him to like to be careful and stuff, you know, and so she's not a dumb woman. No. She knew exactly what was going on. She just hoped that he would do better, you know? And then I think, at the I think end, you nailed it. When she hoped the, he would do better. I think that, that right. definitely nailed it. And I think it just broke her, like broke her heart when she realized that he didn't, you right. know? And it's like, gosh, like, okay, you know, your wife sees you. Like, you know, your wife is not... Like she's not dumb. Right. She's a smart lady, you know. And and then even like at the end when they when he comes back and they're all at the airport again, it's like you could just see that her whole character just changed as she was not this super happy, like bubbly woman she's fine. anymore. You know. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, God, that is so fucking sad. It is sad. Like that. It, it is. I think that one just really like really pulled at my heartstrings with that one because that was just so awful oh yeah and she, <laughs> i'm like you broke your wife like you're and you can tell like person. i mean obviously she's there picking up at the airport and you can tell that lord knows they're probably working on things like otherwise she would probably not even be there right um and you right, know right and yes he obviously did wrong just getting a really nice gift for his assistant who has no business getting a gift like that from him and uh right but he doesn't sleep with her and he doesn't have physical connection to her other than no. dancing, which again, you know, which, you know, and which is why I think when but you see like her you still can... with him at the end, it's not so awful. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be one thing if like he's leaving her apartment in the middle of the night and you go, oh, hmm, guess what they were doing. But, right. you know, right. it really didn't manifest into something more. It was more, mm-hmm. I don't know. And not that it makes it okay. But it's, it's just not okay. No, but you could just see that their family dynamic just really It completely threw a wrench in the whole thing. It completely shifted everything so, around yeah. and by by his actions and um yeah, yeah. definitely. But you can always just yeah. do what Billy Mac does. Become a pop star or you know, don't buy right. drugs, become a pop star and they give you them for free. <laughs> and i i do like that relationship too i want to talk touch on that one real quick is that it's yeah go for it it like you see that friendship he realizes he is billy mac has completely probably annihilated just about every connection he has and for whatever reason his manager is stuck by his side his manager has dealt with god knows Mm -hmm. how lord knows how many hotels he's had to call to pay for damages like you know that Billy Mac right. is probably a freaking disaster for 20 years and that he's been cleaning up his messes for 20 plus years. You know, now he's just strung out. He's, you know, he's just kind of barely hanging on. But this manager has never given up on him. Mm-hmm. And who knows right. how many other people have given up. I mean, you see Billy Mac in the beginning and it's a few people in a studio. And by the time his album becomes number one, right. it's this huge giant party. Well, where all these people come from? Like, these right. people are just hanging out because he's been a loudmouth weirdo. Number one. Yeah, and he's number one. Yeah. Whereas his manager has been there the entire time. His manager was just, it was just him and his manager when they go to the radio station. It's just, you know, and him realizing that, you know, his manager is the only one that stuck by him. And 
that's his real friend. That's right. his best friend. And, um, right. you know, and him realizing, I think it's very pivotal. I think it's very important. And I think and it's a great line when you, it was something I realized about Christmas because you realized it was all around. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. it's, I, you know, I like that there's different kinds of love in this, in this movie. There's the kind between yes. family, between friends, between lovers, uh, the wrong kind of, you know, the right. toxic kind and, you know, right, the pure right. kind you've got, I, I'd, would argue and say probably the purest is between Sam and the little girl, who, by the way, did all that singing. Oh, for sure. Little Joanna. Yeah. She did all her singing. That was, that was her at 10 years old singing that song, and she actually sings it better than what you hear because they added breaths in yeah. there to make it sound more believable right. than 10-year-old singing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she did amazing. Yeah, she did. And yep. the kid and did then... all his own drumming, too. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. That's pretty. Also, um, so can we talk about the sweater? Oh, yes, we should. I wondered Do if you, you wanted to mention. I remember the sweater. sweater. I remember this. So, <laughs> for those who don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> years ago, Serena and I used to work together yeah. for an online clothing store. Ages. <laughs> Ancient history. So we, yes. it, it yeah. was, it was right around this time of year. And I mean, I was, we're living in California. Mm. I was living in Santa Barbara and um, I had gone shopping and I, I like the weekend, like the week before or something like that. And I had seen a short sleeve mm-hmm. sweater with a cowl neck and I bought it. I don't even know what happened to that thing. It's gone. I have no idea. And, um, yeah, and it was white. And in this scene where Kira Knightley is con- like, she and Andrew Lincoln have that moment with the poster poster board and everything. She's wearing a short sleeve white cowl neck sweater. So I was talking to Serena that day at work and I said, Oh, I bought a new sweater and at work or bought a new sweater. And, and I was going to try and explain it. And all the information left my brain. And all I said was, it's like that one girl was wearing in that one movie. I don't even think I said the movie. No, you're like, it's that, no, you did. did. You were like, it's that one sweater from the movie. From the movie. But and I, I was I like. the title of the movie. No, no, no. You didn't give me anything other than that white sweater from the yeah, movie. No, I said that's like the and girl wears I in that like, movie. I said like the girl wears in that movie. And you, you go, yes. oh, like Keira Knightley and Love Actually is a bad salon. Yeah. It's one of those weird that moments where I didn't know the information. Somehow you did. <laughs> yeah. No, it's and then what's funny is what's funny is I had actually bought a similar like sweater without you knowing. Of course you and did. And I literally like it was literally the same exact thing. I know. I think it was like American so anyways, Eagle yeah. or something. That had was it. Really it funny. was something like that. It was like yeah, it was American it Eagle. Was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You know, it was definitely. No, it's like, no, it's like that one, that's so anyway, one sweater that one girl was wearing in that one movie. And you're like, oh, Kira Knightley in Love Actually. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yep. <laughs> all the sweaters and all this the movies. And like, <laughs> just to give a background, like, this isn't like a movie that we watched all the time. No, I mean, like, we had this was seen just it. a movie that we obviously, watched occasionally. Yeah. Right. So. Right. 
but it wasn't like one of our favorite movies to be like, yeah, this is, you know, that would make sense. Right, that's totally makes sense. But anyways, I I also really love when um, Hugh Grant is going door to door looking for Natalie. Oh God, yes. And the little girl. That is my favorite. The best. Yes. When they-, when they make him sing, and then he realizes that his chauffeur has like an operatic <laughs> voice. It's incredible. Right. <laughs> and of all the strong, good King Wenceslas, like who sings that song? Like, like- <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, I, that, it was just that was amazing but it kind of like kind of goes where it's like yeah you know nothing about kids because you pick like this most random song right. like to sing he's like to uh, they love it <laughs> they absolutely love it <laughs> uh, but the best line throughout the whole movie I think is when she comes down and she's like where the fuck is my fucking coat and like in front of him and I'm like oh my god <laughs> the curtain comes up and they're just there in front of everybody and he's just like right <laughs> Telling her what to do. smile <laughs> wave and a bow <laughs> oh i love it also i so wanted good. a red coat like hers since the day i saw that thing I have one. Ugh, I, I actually one. Every time I, think one, I, see, I, I need to find a wool one like that. Like just, yeah. yeah. I've got the, I live in a place to wear them. Yeah. I gotta, do, you know. Right? I know. Ugh. Yeah, I finally found one a couple years back, actually. It's a Kate Spade one, and I found it on like a, it was like a buy, sell, trade like thing on Facebook. Uh-huh. And I saw it and literally my mind went to that movie with that jacket. And yeah, I was like, I, I have to have that. And she was only selling it for like a hundred bucks. Nice. And I was like, I need that. Right? <laughs> like, I need it, it. I need it on my body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's gorgeous. I love it. I wear it every time or like this time of year. Yeah. So I gotta bust it out again because it's actually getting pretty cold here. I don't so. want to hear it. We had sleep today, so oh, I woke up to snow on the ground. Whatever. Woke up to snow on the ground and then it sleeted later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you live in a place where it's supposed to snow. I don't. Could you imagine if it snowed where you live? <laughs> so wait, it would shut down. So right. Oh <laughs> God, everybody would freak out. <laughs> Anyways. Kids would love it. I don't blame them. Hell, I would love it. I would so I'd hard for like a random snowfall growing up as a kid. I was like, come on, I want a snow day. <laughs> so, please. Yeah, not gonna happen. How about fog? Yeah. How about fog? No, we had, a fog day. There's days where the school got flooded. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure our school would disagree, oh, but yes. Oh, well, they got through it. Right. Just kidding. But yeah, so that is um one of, that's an, an amazing movie and I really like it. And then at the end, of course, obviously, is when little Sam is running through the freaking airport Which trying to get to his girl. It's filmed at Heathrow Airport and they started filming at two o'clock in the morning. They filmed all night long. Goodness gracious. I know. They filmed that one all night long and then the other scene that was filmed um in the middle of the night from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m was the one in the mall where Mr. the guy who plays Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson, oh. um, and he does the good rapping, yes. the whole scene. So that was all like yeah. over and over. And so we did it like 30 times. 
And I guess by the time we were done, like both actors were completely exhausted because they they had to film when the mall was closed. And uh, right, and Rowan's right. character was Good originally point. he was supposed to be an angel. They were originally gonna make him an angel, but the director figured having like a supernatural being would kind of cheapen everything, which I totally agree with. I think that would yeah things a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, agree. that's why he's there at the airport. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, that's why he was there at the airport to help Sam <gasps> yeah, is because he was supposed to be like a Christmas angel. But yeah, I'm really glad they didn't do that because I, like, yeah, I agree. It would have cheapened everything. Well, that and that and he was only in like two scenes, right? So and who knows? Really maybe it would have been a bigger you know what I mean? thing. I don't know, but yes, a bigger role. Yeah. But I'm glad they didn't. Do that, Me too. So. But yeah. yeah. So, cool. I don't know if I've got I mean, anything else to yeah. say about it. I feel like dissected it pretty good. That's the movie. That's the movie. Go out there and see it if you haven't yeah. seen it. Or if it's been a while, go watch it again. Rekindle your yeah, desire for love right and now. happiness. And... Where is it on? And 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 look at everybody at the airport. Yeah. Everybody hugging. I know. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not a thing right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> so. <laughs> That's true. Um, I watched this on my right DVD. Now. I don't know if you streamed it. And if you did stream it, where can people stream the movie? Yeah, actually, I did have to stream it. Um, but unfortunately, it's not available on Netflix or Hulu or I mean, it's available on Amazon, but you do have to rent it. Um, so people so it's not available on other platforms just yet i'm sure as it gets closer to christmas yeah which that could change i think because i believe i've Um, seen love actually on netflix before so it's been there before i have yeah yeah. but i checked netflix first and it wasn't there and then i checked hulu wasn't there so obviously last place well for me that i checked on all my platforms that i have um was amazon and i just had to rent it for like 3.99 perfect so yeah so um Anyways, as of now, but when we what's really this. cool, yeah, as of wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. really quick. Um, what's really cool when you um when you rent it from Amazon, they do like the little X-ray thing, so you can get a lot of like movie trivia mm-hmm. about it on there, and you can also like without even leaving the um the movie, you can like when you pause it, it brings up who all the characters are in that scene, yes. which is really really cool. I do like that. Um, so you can actually go through and kind of like if you want more information about the movie you can definitely do it that way too so just throwing that out sure no no for sure and uh i don't know what happened to my copy my copy like disappeared because i had that and i tried looking for it and i can't my copy's old i'm surprised it didn't skip because it's a dvd i'm surprised it didn't skip um no it did fine i was able to do the dvd with the dvd commentary on it um and then I had already looked in mine and I purchased it as a digital download from Amazon, God knows when. So maybe like a couple years ago or something. So I have it digitally right. and a hard copy. <laughs> so, um, cause I think I did end up nice. buying it digitally cause I did have problems with it skipping. So mm-hmm. I did have problems with it at some point, but this time we didn't and I was able to watch it in its entirety with no problems nice. um but i believe that it's been out on netflix at some point or other so who knows that could change um but there's always amazon yeah. and i probably apple tv if people have that i'm sure you can rent it or download it from, rent it from there too probably um so yeah, yeah i think Definitely. i think that about wraps this up um yes. yeah 
So that's that's the movie, guys. That's love, actually. And thank you for joining us on our first episode. I think that's really awesome. We're excited. We're going to be doing more movies, more TV shows. Um, because we got December coming up, it'll be Christmas is all around, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and we are week. kicking that month. We are kicking that one off with L. That's one of my favorites. I think yes. it's so good. Yeah. There's nothing better than a grown man wandering around dressed as an elf. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we will talk elf so good. next week. Um, and then you can yes. find our entire list for the month. Uh, we'll have that up here shortly. And that will yes. be on our website, yes. which is the T-H-E caffeinated besties.com. And you'll find us there. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I am K Cups with Kristen. And Kristen is spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And where can they find you, Serena? They can find me on Instagram as well. At Sips with Serena, S A R E N N A. Um, yeah, so you guys can find me on there. Um, also, if you go to our website, you can also see that our both of our Instagram accounts are linked onto there as well. So, kind of takes out, um, you know, the having to hunt us down yes, on Instagram. Absolutely. For you. So, and there's a blog yeah. up there where we talk coffee and um, we'll be posting this podcast on that website as well as we're getting it up onto um, podcast hosting sites like Spotify and stuff like that. So once we have it all hooked up and set up, yes. we'll make sure everyone knows where they can download the podcast uh, to their favorite podcast listening app. And I think mm -hmm. that I feel like we got everything. We get everything in. Yep. Cool. We sure did. Cool. Cool. Yay. And we will cool, see cool. everybody next week when we talk about Elf. And that about wraps us up. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.